It is possible, my friend, that you are already done with your Christmas shopping. I really hope you are. That must be a magical place to be at, but I personally am not there. Um, I would even say, I don't know how much I've thought about the Christmas gifts because we had a big family trip at Thanksgiving and a lot of family stuff going on. <laughs> and we have uh, my kids' birthdays early in December. And here we are. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, we have to get the presents. And well, we've gotten some presents, but we have to get them wrapped and we have to figure out who's getting what. And, you know, when are we going to celebrate with various people who we want to celebrate with? There is a lot that goes into prepping for Christmas Day. And the thing is, I at least, I mean, I can get so caught up in the stuff in like, is it wrapped perfectly? And is it going to be magical when the kids wake up and they look under the tree and all of this? And and I know that that's really common because I'm a mom and you're a mom and we all want our kids to enjoy Christmas. We want to see that that incredible smile when they get that perfect gift that you picked out for them. That can be a wonderful and encouraging thing. But what we're talking about today is, is kind of a reality check for us and maybe reining in a little bit of that gift focus during the holidays because that stuff is nice, but that's actually not what our kids need. Most of us um, listening right now <laughs> are not in a situation where our kids actually need anything that they're going to get for Christmas. I mean, you might have grown up getting like, oh, I got socks again from Aunt Muriel. And that's fine. We all need socks. And um, and some families do have a more practical approach to Christmas gifts. And that's great. But it is such a blessing that we can just give gifts to help someone smile, like to give them toys or things that they enjoy. And we don't want to trick ourselves or certainly let our kids start to think that they actually need these things. But there are some things that our kids need during the Christmas season. And that is what we're going to talk about today in this episode. This is episode 108. And that's not true. Whoops, this is episode 107. <laughs> uh, yep, the show notes will be at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 107. And uh, my notes were just incorrect here. But we're going to talk about how do you love your kids well during the Christmas season without getting lost in all the presents and the stuff and the gifts? What are the things your kids actually need this year at Christmas time? And, and they're totally manageable and you can do it, but we have to kind of have our head on straight so that we can have the right focus during this very busy and often very emotional and meaning-filled, event-filled season. That's what we're talking about today. It really is episode 107. <laughs> and now let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. So as we start our conversation today, my friends, 
Um, I don't really have a ton of resources that I want to point you to, which is a bit unusual for me because I do love the practical <laughs> elements and having, you know, a tool that you can use. Um, I will mention a few episodes at the end. If our conversation today is hitting home for you, there are some earlier episodes on the podcast that might be helpful. But the really the only resource that I would point you to um, that I offer at least would be a free resource called 100 Ways to Love Your People Well, because there are 25 ideas in each of our pillars, loving God, loving yourself, loving your husband, loving your kids, 25 ideas in each of those areas that are very practical, um, very cheap and affordable. Like it's not about spending a ton of money, which you might be thinking about at Christmas time. It's really just some creative ideas or like encouraging reminders about how to press into these relationships. So that free resource, um, all the links are online at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free, but that might be one that's particularly helpful connected to this idea of how do we love our kids during Christmas without everything getting wrapped up in the gifts? Pun unintended. That's right. You probably wrap your presents, <laughs> but we don't want to get wrapped up in the presents. Like that's not really what our kids need during this season. And I will remind you, we're not really talking counseling stuff today necessarily, but um, habits are habits. So um, my disclaimer, I am a therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. I do have a page on the website with more thoughts about mental health and you know Christians getting connected with a good counselor. So you can find all that on the website if you think that um, a little more depth there would be helpful for you. And um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about presents and wrapping and gifts and all of that. And I do hope that you are in a position where you can give your kids a few fun presents for Christmas. But we've had some episodes lately about discipleship during the holidays, going deeper with our kids about what is actually important at this time of year. And so I wanted to remind myself, I wanted to remind you, all of us, of the simple fact that our kids, they don't need more stuff. But we live in a time, in a season, in a culture where it's so easy to get busy and get distracted and have all this stuff going on. We need to remind ourselves that our children don't need stuff, but they do need us. Your children, like the thing that they need most during Christmas is more of you. They need your attention. They need your, your emotions to have that actual, not just meeting their needs, but connecting with them. They need to feel loved and accepted. They don't need the stuff that you're going to give them for Christmas. They need the relationship, the presence, the attention. They need you. No one else can be their mom. No one else can have the relationship with them that you have. And that gives you very unique opportunities to speak into their life. Um, and not just opportunities, of course, there's responsibility there as well. But we can never think that it's okay to waste our time with our kids. When we're scrolling around on social media or you know, taking a, a bunch of time to do a thousand things for the church or for our neighbors or for these other people or... Um, 
you know, really just filling our time with all sorts of things. Those things are not necessarily bad, not necessarily good either, but depending on what it is. But we always have to be asking ourselves, what is the best thing that I can do with my time? And often we fill our time with good things that are not actually best. We need to find that balance and often we need to include our kids in some of the things we're doing, maybe for other people, volunteer activities or caring for other people. We can include our kids in that. A lot of that could be family-oriented activities. But as we wrestle with this tension at Christmas time, we want to give our kids all the experiences and the toys and the fun things that they love, but what they really need is simply you. They need mom and dad and siblings and grandparents. Like they need time to connect with their people. I wanted to encourage you to consider two important things as you're planning for your Christmas, well, you're shopping certainly, but you're planning out your time. Like how are you going to use this season? What is the focus going to be on even on Christmas morning? And one of those important things that we should be thinking about is what time are you giving your children this holiday season? You might get distracted by what gifts are you giving your children this year? Um, What events are you taking your children to this year? Even what conversations are you having with your children this year? But think about all of that in terms of time. You get 24 hours a day, just like everybody else. The Christmas season lasts for about a month which means it's one-twelfth of your year. And yes, it happens every year, year after year after year. But you know, how long are our kids young and at home and really with us for that full month that we really have all that time to pour into them? This is a very unique and special time, but it is limited like every other time with our kids. And so the time that we spend with them during the holidays that is what they're going to remember. That is what's going to make an impact. And that might include special activities that you only do at Christmas time, you know, making Christmas cookies or driving around to look at Christmas lights, whatever that is. But be intentional, not just about are we doing the things, but are we doing it together? Are we spending this time together? Because I mean, we all know you can drive around town and look at the Christmas lights, but if all your teenagers are on their phone in the back seat, did you really spend time together or did you spend distracted time together? And that can easily flip-flop when our kids are little. I know I'm guilty of this. It's like, I just need a break. I need like a mental moment to myself. Let me pull out my phone. And sure, I need that mental moment, but I don't need to disconnect with my kids. And so figuring out a balance, whatever that needs to look like for your family, considering the time you are investing with them for special activities, favorite holiday traditions, um, but also meaningful conversations with them and time just letting them, um, I was going to say be in charge, that might not be quite the right phrasing, but time letting them lead the way like a date night with your kids or, you know, this is playtime, but instead of mommy picking the activity, let them pick the activity. Let them decide, do I want to read a book or do I want to color or do I want you to play Legos with me or do I want you to play catch with me outside or have a snowball fight? Let them take the lead for a period of time and be intentional about that, about not only making it happen, but letting them know this is your 
time. I want to be with you. I want to know you. I want to have a relationship with you. I want you to know how important you are to me. I mean, as moms, we think this stuff all the time. And a lot of times we just kind of assume our kids know that. And they probably do. They know we love them. They know we like to spend time with them. But to hear it from us, for us to actually say, I love you. I want to spend time with you. What are you doing for the next 20 minutes? Can I hang out with you for 20 minutes? That is huge for our kids to actually hear that and to see that intentionality. And so as you're planning for all the chaos that can come with Christmas, don't get wrapped up. I said it again. Don't get wrapped up in the gifts. But focus on the time. That is one of the most important things that you can give your children this year at Christmas. Not the stuff, but the time. Giving them time with you. Dedicated, set aside, completely focusing on them time. Some of that might be family time, but hopefully some of that can also be individual special time with each of your kids. Um, But then the second thing that I would encourage you to consider as you're kind of mapping out your Christmas, the second important thing um, is to think about the message that you are sending your kids with how you handle the various elements of the Christmas season. So particularly thinking about gifts. I mean, that's what this episode is about. All the stuff that we want to buy our kids, we want them to enjoy. What message are you sending your kids with how you handle those Christmas gifts? Because the issue is not the gifts themselves. I know that I can look back on my childhood and I can tell you probably three or four presents that I got over the first 20 years of my life with my family. And, um, I mean, really, like right here on the fly, I can probably think of three. But every year, I had a wonderful time. (laughs) Like, I know I got a lot of presents. My parents, their love language is gifts. And so we always got a lot of presents. And I don't remember the stuff. I remember, like, seeing all those presents under the tree on Christmas morning. That was a fun tradition. Like, the way that we did that for our family. I remember... Um, a lot of the traditions about how we open the presents and celebrate with each other and things like this, but I don't remember the stuff. The issue is rarely the actual gift or gifts, plural, <laughs> that you're going to give your children, but the heart issue behind the gifts, how you handle them, they are going to remember that. And this is both conversation with them, but also intentionality for you. Um, one of the questions that I suggested asking your kids and talking about in uh, in the last week's Friday Faith follow-up, I gave a few questions that you can talk about with your kids. And one of those was to ask them, why are you asking for this thing? Like this thing on your Christmas list, why is it on there? Why is that important to you? Why would that be fun for you? That's a great way to get to know your kids, but it's also a great way to get to know their heart. Because sometimes they're asking for things for all the wrong reasons. Why is a phone on your Christmas list? Well, because all my friends have a phone. That might be true, but that's maybe not the best reason to get a phone. And maybe that speaks to other issues about peer influences that, that we need to work on or talk about together. Like you can learn so much from your kids about what is on their wish list for their gifts and why it's on there. So focusing, yes, on their heart issues behind the gifts, the things that they want, the way they react when they don't get what they want, but also your heart issue. 
Why are you giving them the things that you're giving them? Is it because you know their personality and their talents and I know they're going to really love this very specific present? Or is it because I wanted to spend a lot of money or I wanted to get a bigger gift than grandma got them or you know, I want them to love me so I got them the presents they asked for? I mean, let's be real. Sometimes those are the motivations behind the presents that we get and the things that we do, but those are not healthy and happy and holy reasons to give presents. Wrestling with the message that you're sending your kids is going to go so much further than actually spending a ton of time and energy and stress getting the perfect gift. Why do they want what they want? Why are you giving them what you're giving them? But also think about the longer term impact on your family. How is all the stuff that they're going to unwrap Christmas morning going to impact your family in the new year? Is it going to lead to more cleaning? (laughs) And like, I got to figure out where to put this stuff and organizing hassles. And now there's more stuff to dust or more Legos on the floor to clean up. You might be happy to make that sacrifice for them to enjoy this gift, but don't pretend that that's not going to happen. And being intentional about that. What stuff do we want to bring into our home and why is it here and how is it impacting us? And also, again, that heart issue. How is this gift going to impact your family's heart over time? Is it going to breed generosity or greed? Is it going to breed selfishness or an attitude of sharing? And I know I'm pressing hard into the gifts side of it. What are you buying them? Why are you buying that for them? How, how are they going to use it or enjoy it? But really, we can broaden this out and wonder about the message that we're sending with all the different things we do at Christmas time. I mean, let's think about Santa. He's a famous guy. Every family has heard of him. Many families kind of go with the cultural message. That's fine. And many families choose not to. So they can focus more on Christ. That's fine as well. But you want to be intentional about why you're doing what you're doing. If you do or do not follow the Santa train with everyone else in your neighborhood. And you need to consider the message behind that, that your kids are going to walk away with. Why do we take pictures with Santa? Why do we watch these Christmas movies every year? Why do we decorate lights out on our yard? Like what, what is this all about? How do you talk about that with your kids? And as I make the argument, (laughs) make the case that your children don't need more stuff, but they do need more of you, I really would encourage you to think about these two elements, to think about the time that you're giving your kids during the holidays, and to think about the message that you're giving your kids with the things you choose to do, but also choose not to do, the things you give and the things you choose not to give you're probably not going to buy everything on their wish list. And there's a reason for that. It might be because you don't think it's healthy for them. It might be because you have a limit. We only get three gifts per person. It might be because you can't afford to get all the gifts on their list. All of those are fine and valid. But do your kids know that those are the reasons? Do they know the intentionality behind your decision making? These are all messages that we're sending to our kids, whether we have the conversation or not. They're paying attention. (laughs) They know that you are making decisions and it's a great opportunity to teach them and draw closer to them through how you handle the season as a whole. 
So I know, friends, this episode is actually not as long as most of our regular episodes, um, but there's no sense dragging things out, you know? You got to say what you got to say and then move on. And that's what I want to leave us with. I mean, myself included, I want to be intentional with my kids this holiday season. And I kind of feel behind on like the presents and what are we going to wrap and how are we going to handle all of that? But I'm not feeling stressed about that because, I mean, we'll get what we get. And I would much rather focus my time and energy on the time I'm going to spend with them, what we're going to do, the memories we're hopefully going to create, and the messages that I want them to walk away with. I don't want them to look back on their childhood and say, well, Christmas must have been about the presents because mom was always really stressed out about it. And she stayed up really late wrapping them. And then she was really cranky the next day. Like, that's not the message that any of us want to send our kids. I don't know what the message is for you that's most important, but you want to think about that and be intentional about that. And so um, with this kind of vein of conversation in mind, let me suggest a few other episodes about how to enjoy the holiday season and really make the most of it with your kids. Um, episode 52, so this is from last year, the holidays, we had an episode called Enjoy a Meaningful Low-Stress Holiday Season by Giving Your Family These Three Gifts, and None of It is Stuff. Episode 63 was Finding Peace in Your Home and Your Life, Five Things That Disrupt Our Peace and Practical Steps to Get It Back. And then episode 74 was taking every opportunity for family discipleship, ideas for celebrating Holy Week, Easter Sunday, and beyond with your family. I know it's not the Easter season, (laughs) but that idea of how can we take advantage of every opportunity the Lord gives us with our kids. I mean, the specifics are a little bit different at Christmas versus Easter, but the ideas are still really, really helpful. Um, And of course, last week with episode 101, well, really 105 and 106, you know, we were focusing on this holiday season and how to invest in that. So if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, that would be helpful as well. Um, Lots of good stuff out there. But my friends, my main thing, my main point, if you only walk away with one thing today, is to be encouraged that no matter what you can or can't or do or don't buy for your kids this year, that's not what they need anyway. They need you. You can give them time. You can give them a meaningful message about what is true and valuable and important at Christmas. And that doesn't cost any money and that doesn't cost any stress. And it's probably what you want anyway, which is connection with your kids. So with all of that in mind, um, circle back on Friday. We will be here for the Friday Faith Follow-Up. And until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.